Welcome to season three of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast. I'm Tyler. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. Along with us today is producer Trip. Hello, Trip. Hey. That's a weird name, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty weird. It's tri- Trip with two Ps. But, I mean, anything's a name these days. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and we always make fun of Trip for it. So. It's we true. do. Sorry, Trip. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Railway City out of St. Thomas, Ontario. Yes. This one will hit close to home for you, Chris, right? That's right. Yes. So we're going to be having two beers today on the episode, which are a pair of their new releases. The first is Courage, which is an IPA. And the second one is a Fruit Smoothie Sour their newest release in their Express Limited Edition series. That's right. And to finish up the episode, we're going to talk about transportation and specifically, you guessed it, trains. All right. We're pulling into the station, guys, here. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. So Railway City is located at 130 Edwards Street in St. Thomas, as previously mentioned. It all started in 2008 with a small location in downtown St. Thomas, which is actually still a brewery today, but we'll save that for another time, maybe another episode. Mm, Which one? Ooh. Uh, It's one in St. Thomas. (laughs) I mean, people can just go on Google Maps and figure it out if they they really want to. They could. They could. Now, uh, really, they wanted to entrench themselves in the history and the folklore of the industrial town, which you'll kind of see through some of the naming conventions in which they use on their beers. And uh, that we might talk about a little bit later on for the thematic conversation. Yeah. So uh, within five years of opening, the industry started tagging off and so did production at Railway City. So there was a need for additional tanks, production equipment and more. Uh, And also they needed more space, of course, uh, which made the move to their current location a very practical next step. Does Does it have more space? Yes. Yes, yes, significantly oh, more. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to the uh, Ye Not Be Named Brewery <laughs> versus uh, Railway City, but uh, there's more space. They got more space. Yeah. So today, ra- speaking of space, yeah, uh, fourteen thousand square feet. Yeah, that's a lot. Actually, uh, so a little bit more space. Yeah, a little, a little more. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and the production facility features a three-vessel, twenty-hectoliter brew house, along with eight forty-hectoliter and eight twenty-hectoliter fermenters, along with a canning line, and of course, you know, tap room and retail store. And you know what that all adds up to? Lots of beer. It's true. It is true. Yeah, lots, it's true. Lots of beer. So, Railway City doesn't uh, utilize corn syrup in their beers. Okay. Well, that's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. They only feature malted barley, hops, yeast, and water with no outer artificial adjuncts or preservatives. Which is good because you can taste that in the beer, which also mm-hmm. then probably makes it a little bit more complex with the beers in which they have in the LCBOs and, and turning over. So, you got to yes. be very careful with that kind of stuff. Correct. Um, before we kind of get into a little bit of uh, historical stuff. Yeah. Has anybody been there before? A few times. Yes. 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 I think we've all been there. We have all been there. Just not together 
all four at the same time. Which right. is by design, I think. I think so, too. It's yeah. not you guys. It's really trip. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I have been with you, Tyler, to the brewery. Yes. Um, I've a, not been with you, Brett. No, no, I have not. And definitely uh, not with Trip. Yeah. Uh, uh, trip doesn't want to make the trip. Couldn't get the train schedule. Yeah. Out, you know? it's, it's difficult. And yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how the train schedule works in St. Thomas. Is it still pretty? Like, I don't know how that goes. Uh, I don't believe there's any passenger trains in St. Thomas yeah. currently running. But you and I have never been together either. Uh, no, I have been there once. It was with my wife. Okay, that's um, nice. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you wanted to jump I've into been, both. I've been there once, but they also do have one of my favorite beers of all time. So yeah. And we'll That's get right. to that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll we'll. Yeah. Now, one thing I, I, I wanted to mention that kind of up front here, because, um, Chris, you and I went not too, too long ago. Yeah. It was January, February, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And they've actually been in the news a lot recently, railway city. Yeah, they have. Uh, so did you want me to grab this? Yeah, you, you might as well. Yeah. Cause you, we grab, just, you grab it and you take it. Cause we, a bull we actually, by its horns. Let's go. <laughs> we, we discussed this while we were there, actually, with the individual who supplied the beers today. And, yeah. And, and partial owner. So. so about like, I don't know, a year and a half ago in February of 2022, um, they made news because the, uh, I guess, I'll just spell it out, the yeah. E-A-R-I beverage group uh, from the U.S. announced that they had signed a letter of intent to purchase Railway City, I believe, Bell City as Bell well. Bell City and Brantford, yes. Yeah. They already they did complete that deal. Oh, they did do yeah. that. Okay. However, uh, as Brett kind of alluded to, that deal fell through uh, because uh, they could not agree on terms, I guess, uh, for both parties. Uh, but throughout the summer of 2022, there was still interest uh, in Railway City searching for a buyer. And finally, that did come to fruition in December of 2022 as the Toronto-based company Simbev took ownership of Railway City uh, with a plan to take them national, as well as uh, looking into kind of introducing spirits and ciders and more than just beer. Right. And so that's kind of where we're at right now is is they're still trying to, I think, figure out that that transition plan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, and the direction where the brew is going to kind of go, right? And I think it would be really good if they just, if they got a, one across Canada that they do it by train. <laughs> That's the only way you could ship it. Okay. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And the thing, too, is like there's a lot of good apples in the area. Um, so I could see the ciders being somewhat even like locally okay. made, produced, and yeah. doing, doing some good ciders. So I think there's some good opportunity there. Um, with, with the potential expansion, yeah. still keeping it local-ish, um, and then and then yeah. selling it nationally. And they have a couple of contract uh, beers as well. Like they've been contracting here and there yeah. as well. So and some of the so Tyler, when you and I were there that one time, um, we were talking to Paul, who uh, who we kind of reached out to at the brewery to provide the beers on today's episode, um, and we were talking to him about kind of what the plans are for the future, and they were talking about focusing more on like having less beers available because every time you go in there there would be like 20 different beers there they didn't really have a lot of kind of seasonals and things like that so that that's why they're kind of introducing like this express series which they've had a few of um and we're going to try one of them today so that's kind of what they're getting into more of that let's have these you know let's say five or six really core beers and then you know try out these seasonals and kind of one-off beers yeah i think it's a at least my rule of thumb is, you know, you got to nail four or five different beers first before yes. you go into just making anything and everything, right? right. Yeah. So if you try to see a brewery that's, you know, been in business, let's say for a year and they have 125 different creations on untapped, it's like, have you, have you perfected something? Have you perfected something yeah. yet? Like what or are you going to be, you're just you're just be throwing for? a bunch of hops and 
Hoping for the best. <laughs> and hoping for the best, right? Like, <laughs> trial and error, I guess. Oh, yeah. Which well, we've seen that done before. We have definitely seen that done before as well. Right. Um, so, speaking of Untapped, uh, Railway City has created 102 different beers with an average rating of 3.53 and with over 127,000 check ins. There you go. And, uh, and we have a few. Quite a few. Yeah, we yeah. have a few of them. How many do you have, Brad? Yeah, Brad. How many I, do you I, have? I actually have the least amount of the four of us, which is very surprising. I'll we'll clap to that. Yeah. yeah. 16. <laughs> I have 16. Um, so my f- highest rated, now well, you guys guessed it, it's a five. <laughs> uh, but it also is one of my, say, favorite beers. I can always have this and always have as a staple in my fridge is the Orange Cream Ale. It is just splendid. And though you've checked in 16 different Railway City beers, I think you've checked in Orange Cream Ale like at least 16 times. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've, you know, you've got to have it at every different style. In a flight, uh-huh. can, yeah. glass. There's not 16 different styles. Glass, <laughs> There's glass definitely again. 16 different can. Can again. They had a different label for the can, so I just, no. There you go. They did switch up the recipe a couple of years ago a little bit, but uh, it's still a very, very good beer. Now, now, Chris, how many have you had? So I'm actually the winner here, uh, which maybe isn't surprising. I'll clap uh, to that. Oh, too. thank you. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. about time, right? Uh, clap to yourself. I yeah. saw that. Uh, well, of course. <laughs> little, little pat on the back. So I've had uh, more than double than you, Brett. I've had 34. That's good mathing right there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, really quick on that. And uh, my highest rated is a beer called Jumbo, which is an IPA. Uh, so Jumbo is the elephant that is very famous in St. Thomas. Uh, and it was a 4.5 for me. Very nice. Tyler? Yeah, so I come in second here. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, there it is. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. appreciate that. I know his triple isn't clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's clapped for any of us. No. Should have clapped for me. Uh, 21 check-ins myself. Uh, highest rated, I hate to say, it was also... Um, not a, a five, um, so. <laughs> but I did have the orange, uh, cream sick ale and big top. And I've, I've split that is, uh, so those two both come in at a 4.25. Now, do you want to know who rated the orange cream scale of five though? Who's who? that? Who could it be? Trip. Ah, yes. Uh, no said, applause for Trip. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There's an advisor Just out for that one. silence. Yeah. He's had 18 check-ins, but obviously, as I mentioned, his highest rated is the orange cream scale at a five. There you go. Yes. So two fives, a four five, and a four two five. For that, that's beers. good stuff. Not bad. That's good yeah. stuff. And a lot of beers uh, between the four of us yeah. from Railway yeah. City. And we could get more beers. And you know yes. how we can? Uh, probably this episode, uh, we're going to have more, but... <laughs> <laughs> probably this episode? But we could I'm also... confused because these two beers are new releases and none of us have checked that in yet. Okay, so. for sure yeah, on this go. episode. We could through delivery, though. But if you, yeah, if you wanted to, you could get some beer delivered. Uh, so it's actually free within 150 kilometer radius of the brewery, which is a big radius. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say to the south is only probably about 20 kilometers of land anyways, so kind of cuts off that radius. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't think it stretches down to Cleveland. I don't think. No. <laughs> but there's no caveat in there. If you made a call and you're on a boat, right? Are they delivering in the middle of Lake Erie? I don't Erie? know. Yeah. I just hey, just sub the food for thought. That's don't, a good. I did not look into logistics of uh, that kind of delivery. That's a good point. We yeah. should call them out on that because there is a brewery that does deliver on yeah. water. We talked Trestle. about it before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's Trestle, yeah. So. I mean, in fairness, they're located on the water. But I don't care. <laughs> Uh, but if you're not within 150 kilometers of the brewery, they do have a $15 flat rate of shipping across Ontario or $30 if you want it really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, like not Express on the Canada Post shipping. like Yeah, like high-speed rail, oh, yeah. something like that. Um, you can also purchase kegs 
which is uh, which is nice. That um, is nice. But they are actually extremely common to find in the LCBO across the province. So yep. they've got quite a few of their uh, their main brands in the LCBO. Yeah. Yeah. So like Playa Cerveza, Dead Elephant, Marion Bright, the Juice Caboose, mm. Orange Cream Sakale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can find that anywhere. And, and LCBOs, even beer, there's been a few beer stores, mostly grocery yeah. stores too. Yeah, right. And any place that you go that's, you know, you can find beers. It's probably got some Rainbow City. It's you, very common. You could also find beers there. So the hours of the tap room slash retail store are Sunday, Monday, 11 to 7, Tuesday, Wednesday, 11 to 8, and Thursday to Saturday, 11 to 9. And so, you might see Chris there the odd time. You might. Um, I will not deliver for people that are not in this room, though. Aw. Uh, that's good for us. And maybe not even trip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but if you wanted to uh, to make those purchases and get that delivery, we will link to their information on our social media so that you can. All right. Let's hop on the train. Let's grab that first beer. All right. Stop one, I suppose. I think so. Good stop, though. Yeah. So hopefully. Decent stop of this multi-leg journey. Um, we want to thank Paul. For coordinating the beers for today's episode, so a round of applause for Paul. Yeah, We're thank you, Paul. Hey, was, uh, nice to see oh, you. Here, trip. Trip clapped. Trip there, yeah. Uh, trip with a big clap. Claps for when it's beers, <laughs> or yeah. when it's someone not the three of us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was more for Paul than it was for yeah, the beers. Yeah, oh, for sure. But we are going to be having a beer today. The first one is Courage, which is an IPA, which we mentioned earlier on. Um, this beer is a six point five ABV, and the IBUs are unlisted. Yes, mm. so it is listed as an IPA that pours a rich golden amber hue, delivering a burst of citrus and bitterness in every sip. Its robust flavors, balanced profile, and refreshing finish make it a delightful choice for an IPA enthusiast. Ooh, or a connoisseur, that, maybe. That's me. Or a connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. I'm both. And those seeking a bold and flavorful beer experience. All right, so this beer, uh, all profits... Um, from this beer are donated to the Children's Health, Health Foundation to help fund vital care needed for patients at the Children's Hospital at the London Health Sciences Center. Mm-hmm. Um, it also says there on their can, join us for raising a glass and raising funds for those that need it most. Cheers to making a difference one sip at a time. Nice. We will do that. You know what? We haven't really had a beer that we've talked about in a long time that has done something with the foundation. So it's it's nice to kind of bring that up. It seemed like the season one, there seemed to every, there was a quite a bit. Yeah. Ev- every other kind of brewery was doing something. So it is nice to kind of bring this back because this is our last uh, main episode where we are, are talking about uh, a brewery. So that is true. It is nice to kind of finish off season three with a um, a good foundation. Absolutely. So you can follow us on uh, Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and on Tapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The rating for Courage is three point six nine out of five and twelve chickens. And again, we did mention that uh, obviously the, these are both new releases. So I think this one came out like the. Last day of May, or something yes. like this that. This one is the uh, earlier of the uh, two releases, where the fruit smoothie sour came out like what two days ago, oh, a week ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's grab that new can and that glass, and let's open her up. All right. Well, uh, we are drinking this. Uh, out of an IPA glass, but what you will see in the picture uh, is a Railway City branded glass. But either way, make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good, very good. So on the pour here, a little bit ahead. Yes. Nice color on it. You want to talk about the color there, bro? 
Uh, I think, as, as I mentioned, you know, the golden amber hue, I think we got that uh, perfect. Uh, in terms of the head, um, again, probably have to go horizontal on the measuring. Uh, Chris, let's do your head first, because I think it looks to be a little bit more than... Horizontal or vertical? <laughs> do both for me, please. <laughs> it's about, what's that called? The it's a word flange? Two flange? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and about four fingers uh, horizontally. It's a big head. I I, I poured it a little aggressive. You know what? You I think when that settles out, though, you're going to get some nice aromas that come through, especially with that head. Um, yeah, golden. Yep. Uh, a deep kind of golden color, right? We're yeah. we're kind of approaching that that amber uh, in which they they reference. Um, but nice. Looks really nice in this IPA glass, actually. Yes. It smells very hoppy off the uh, off the nose there. Off the hop. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You got it. Got him. God, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing better than a good beer joke. Yeah, it's true, right? <laughs> All right, so, I mean, sh should we just get right into drinking it? Well, is there anything else that you're smelling? I'm getting a little bit of the citrus coming yep. through. Yeah, which um, I think is coming from the hops, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris might be a while. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I probably will be a minute or so before I actually a minute. That's can take generous. a sip out of this. Yeah. There you go. There you go. We got something in there? Yeah, a little, 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 little fluff. A little adjunct fluff? <laughs> adjunct fluff. Okay. Okay. All right. All right well, well, this might be a long there. podcast because it's going to take Chris like 20 minutes before we can actually have a sip of that. Yeah. Oh, it's going down. Let's quickly. get the. Should we kill time it. or no? You, I think we should get okay? the producer to put in the Jeopardy uh, little music. Or you guys could just drink it. What a fantastic idea. idea. You fill some space and some time. I, I will, um, because one thing I was kind of thinking of is this actually, you know, we mentioned my highest rated beer from Railway City was Jumbo, uh, which is an IPA. And this kind of looks like that. Um, we'll see if it if it kind of tastes like yeah. that, but it definitely has that similar look. Yeah, I think it's a very, uh, as you say, typical West Coast. I, I know the IBUs are unlisted, but there's definitely some bitterness in there. Um, yeah. I, yeah, oh, I think it's a... a Prototypical classic West Coast IPA. Yeah, I think that's pretty straightforward. Sure <laughs> yeah, like, do you want me to go into anything more? But to yeah, tell you what, uh, no, you're good. What I'm thinking. You're good. There, there is definitely bitterness. There's some citrus in there. Yeah. Um, there's nothing that's kind of overpowering right now. Um, I do feel like maybe some of the bitterness is a little bit more up front, and then kind of subdued yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, with, bitterness with the hits right off the uh, taste, if you will. Yeah. Not and too so piney so. though. No. Yeah. Which, no, is, which is nice because I don't I don't like a West Coast IP that has like hardcore pine involved, right? right? So I think this is um, approachable, right? And they talk about IPA enthusiasts, and I I think it can be appreciated by individuals who really do enjoy IPAs or specifically the West Coast. Um, but somebody who doesn't is you can still get some good flavor out of this, and and I think that's why it it would seem more approachable. Yeah. No, and I definitely am, as I drink it more, getting more of the, the citrus coming through on right. the back end. Yep. Uh, How's your head taste? Uh, it's good. It's basically gone. Good. good. Now, did you get a good mouthfeel with that, though? Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty creamy uh, when I first got into it. What about now? Well, not as much, because the head's, head's gone, right? So. Hey, um, I'm going to tr transition here to the can. Yeah. Um, so at least it's a very basic design. So yeah, so you're um, very good at, at describing yes. the cans. Yeah. So it's just a nice little helping hands with a, um, a heart, obviously, to help the uh, the Children's Hospital at the London Health Sciences Center. So again, go out and buy this beer, help support the uh, help support the cause, yeah. and and enjoy your sip. It is a it is a nice can. Yeah, it's a nice can. Do you want to talk about the you, 
I don't know, Chris, you sound like you wanted to say Well, something. I was going to say, um, I believe Paul mentioned that there, it's quite limited in uh, in supply. I believe they only brewed uh, 150 cases of this beer. I don't know if that's very limited in supply. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. I mean, compared to, you know, Dead Elephant and stuff like that, probably. Sure. But- I, I, I think the point to be made, though, is like, you want to get it, you got to get it soon. It's not going to be around forever. Right. Correct. Yes. All right, top five flavor profiles. Let's start hitting them out. Um, number one, full. Uh, full. Full flavored? It it does have a good amount of flavor. Like there's no kind of parts of it that are, are lacking flavor at any point. A, a full full bodied beer. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Probably not the number one though, right? No, I would not. Okay. Uh, number two, hoppy. Yeah, definitely hoppy. I would say. Yeah. I okay. guess. Okay. Um, and three, four, and five are non-existent um, due to the amount of check-ins that we have here. Right. So when we look at this as well, we see full and we see hoppy, um, kind of seem very generic. And as we've learned from our Prude Home course, maybe we should kind of button it up a little bit and get a little bit more descriptive instead of just uh, more generic full and hoppy. So um, Trips put down a couple here. I'll put them out to the floor here. If you guys want to say yay or nay, we'll go from there. Um Number one from Trip is bitter. I think that is definitely that would probably almost be probably t- two or three for me. Yeah, that's what I'm getting immediately when I yeah. when I take a sip. Would you think maybe one, maybe two? I think probably number one yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One will be hoppy for me. Two will be bitter. Okay. Um, citrus. Yes, it yes. does have that citrus, like I mentioned on the back end. Yeah. So I I maybe move citrus up, bring hoppy down. Hoppy is there, but again, it's more generic, and we can kind of get maybe to that citrus, and maybe we could even go one step further and define what that citrus might be. Yeah, it, it's hard. I'm not really picking something out. I'm thinking either like a grapefruit or a tangerine. Yeah, I, I'm getting more of the grapefruitiness uh, yes. for for yeah. sure. Um, or like because pal- that would be kind of like my number five. Yeah, or like a palmello, something yeah. so, something yeah. in there, right? So again, it's just taking the generic title and and trying to expand a little bit further into it. Um, three list here from Trip is refreshing. Yeah, it is pretty refreshing. Yeah. I think this is a nice uh, patio beverage. See, I wouldn't put it down as refreshing. No. Um, I think it's a nice beer. I think it's very approachable, but. I'm not necessarily looking at it from a refreshing standpoint um, because I, I do think it has a lot of character yeah. and that kind of goes to the full, whether it's full flavored. But if I'm going to have this beer, I'm probably only going to have one of them, maybe two of them just because well, of limited I f- supply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do feel like it, it sits a little bit heavier. And, it, it, um, it is sitting heavy. Yeah. Maybe that's where that full comes from. That's yeah. that's yeah. what I was just saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah when you say refreshing, you kind of think like, Chuggable, basically, or crushable. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of mix yeah. a little bit of refreshing with crushable. And this is something I wouldn't want to kind of crush. Uh, no. I want to take my time with no. it and just really let the flavors come out and speak to me. So um, I can see I can see the refreshing. Don't get me wrong. It just doesn't sit with me. Um, and then the last one is mouthfeel. I think this is maybe a little bit more specific to, to the amount of head you had on your script. <laughs> but I think it, it's a, your flavor profile, maybe not ours. Yeah. Uh, and my flavor profile for, like, the first quarter of drinking it. Yeah. Um, the finish on this isn't completely fast either, right? Like, I don't know if you guys have a bit of a coating in your mouth. 
I do. And I, um, now that you say that I'm kind of getting self-conscious about like kind of moving my tongue around my mouth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree that there, it's just kind of, it it lingers, lingers, but not in a bad way. No, 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 no. And that's the thing is it's almost like when there's beers that are dry or, or wines that are dry and you kind of get that. Right. Right. And you want to take another sip. Yeah, this is it. So uh, it's a little bit dry. I think we could say it's dry, yeah. And um, I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Um, okay, so well, that's what we got for the uh, flavor profile. But maybe we should see what other people think about this, right? We should. Instead of just you guys and me. Yeah, our passengers <laughs> on this train, right? Exactly. There are people. I don't know if they're business class or economy, but we'll figure that out. Tyler, you get the first it's one. True. So, yeah, we pulled the top 100 passengers. Uh, <laughs> And top and, five answers and we, on the board. We took, took the top two answers. We put them on the board here. Uh, absolutely random. The first one is Jason J. The handle is Admiral Payne. Um, on June second, uh, stated the following: strong malt, West Coast style hops, and a sweet finish, um, combining to make a delightfully rich and full flavored IPA. I think that's supposed to be a combiner, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and I talked the trip. I didn't. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And uh, gave it a four out of five. So thank you, Jason, for that. You're one of the top respondents. There you go. One out of 12. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next one comes from Ian S. Uh, and Ian's handle is ICS Toddy uh, on June 10th said, Hides the ABV, not overly hoppy, fairly middle of the road, and Ian gave it a three out of five. I will say he's he's definitely correct in terms of it hiding the ABV because it's six point five percent, but it's not really. I mean, obviously most West Coasts are kind of between that like you know five nine and seven range. Yeah, but it's definitely hiding it quite well throughout here. Yeah, I agree. Drinks more like five. Yep. Drinks more like a five. Drinks more like yeah, a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Drinks a more like a five, baby. Come on now. Imagine if I drank like a ten. Um, <laughs> that's two fives. Um, yeah, that's right. You're right. Good math again. Yeah, good math again. <laughs> We're on it. Um, let's start our ratings off here. I'll go first because I'm I'm talking currently. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this a three point three point five three point five. Okay, I'm going to be a tiny bit higher. I'm going to give it a three point seven five. Uh, I'm going to be right with Chris on this one and give it a 3.75. Producer Trip uh, is going to be a little bit lower than us. Uh, I don't know why, but must be in that economy. Uh, he gave it a 3. <laughs> All right. So that's going to give us an overall score, again, simple math for simple people, of 3.5. All right. All right. Well, all aboard for beer number two. All right, here we are pulling into our second stop and the second beer at this stop, or I guess the first beer at this second stop uh, (laughs) that that we're going to have is the Fruit Smoothie Sour, which is part of Railway City's Express Limited Edition series. So this one comes in at 5.3% ABV with 3.5, that's right, 0.5 IBUs. I'm just glad the conductor of this train has got us to where we need to be. Yeah. Which is this beer. Uh, and then, speaking of this beer, it is brewed with a blend of fresh fruits and a hint of tartness. So the latest Express Series release is a perfect treat to quench your thirst on a warm day. I thought that was Gatorade. Quench your <laughs> thirst. But anyway, I like this. I feel like I'm going to like this more. So an indulge in a unique and delicious combination of banana, strawberries, and raspberries with our limited edition fruit smoothie sour. There we go. All right. So on untapped. 
Oh. We do have some information. Oh. Just in. Just, just in. Oh. Producer Thank Trip. You, Trip. Thank you. Trip's Tri- coming in hot. Trip does have it. It is listed on Untapped. Um, but there is only one check-in. Wow. Yeah. A very new release. It, it came out. So it came out one week before this episode is being released. So the 15th of June. Correct. So brand new. Brand new. Brand new. <laughs> All right. You know what we got to do then? We got to add a couple of ratings to this beer. I think there's only one that. way we could do that. Grab a can. Grab your glass. Let's open her up. Uh, just so you know, Chris, I do appreciate you keeping this fruit smoothie sour at a cold temperature. Yes, yes. of course. Yes, of course. Let's watch the pours here. The pours are coming in. Not only is it cold, but it is going into a tulip glass. So make sure to use your proper glassware. There you go. Two lips, one lips. I'll take it any way I can. Fair enough. Ooh. What are you guys getting on the uh, the color? That is a very nice color. Very nice. It looks uh, it looks kind of like grapefruit juice. It does look like grapefruit juice. And I really hope it's not grapefruit juice. Let me tell you. Because I don't. It's like good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got a lot of quantity there. That's nice to see. It's good to see like that. I love fruit smoothies, uh, especially sour ones. I'm hoping this. Uh, yeah, hoping this one comes forward, um, and I hope I enjoy this. I think you will. Uh, what do you guys uh, see in colors? What do you got? Colors? What do you got in smells? Well, I see one went for color, one went for smell. So, <laughs> well, we already Chris, talked you, about the smell, the you, color. You you check in on the smell, and then, yeah. then five, I got you the can color. Add to the color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll do color first, I guess. Um, so again, kind of uh, pinkish, almost looks peachish, like a peach color. Would you say? I mean, obviously there's uh-huh. no peach in here. But if you hold, I guess maybe I'm getting it more in the light here. That's making it more peach for me. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like that subdued raspberry look, right? Yeah, yeah. A faded raspberry, yeah. or, Ooh, or a faded raspberry. I'll go with faded raspberry. Like I mentioned, grapefruit juice. Yeah, or faded raspberry's good. Yeah. I'm gonna go with faded raspberry in this one. Yeah, I, I think yeah, faded yeah. raspberry's yeah, great. I, so. yeah, oh. I don't know. What do you think, Trip? Faded oh. raspberry. Wow. I think you would have been better wow. suited if you said ruby ruby red grapefruit juice. If you would have described that's, it as that, I think fair, is yeah. what you meant to do. I didn't know I had to be that specific. You took the course. We also went faded raspberry. We didn't just say raspberry. Yeah, you took so. the course, bud. All right. Come on. Come on now. You're better than that. Oh, man. What do you got on the nose? Let's see. Yeah, well, you yeah, were smelling it earlier. Right. You're the guy. You're the guy, guy. Well, I can... This might sound weird, but I can smell the sour. You it, know? No. it does. That does not sound weird. Yeah. I can understand that. The tartness, if you will. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like a sweet tart, but just the tart. Yeah, that would be right. That'd be not sweet tart, just tart. I'm picking up uh, a little bit of the strawberry raspberry, a little bit of the banana, a little bit of the banana. Um, muted, so. muted raspberry on the nose, or <laughs> it's it's a it's a vibrant raspberry. Yeah, it's vibrant raspberry. Uh, yeah a little bit of strawberry, uh, banana more so if you uh, keep it a little further away. But uh, either way, I'm I'm just really excited to hopefully try this beer. Yeah, I would say mostly strawberry. I'm I'm really not getting much of banana at all, which yeah. is fine because I'm not a huge banana fan. Now, producer Trip has been uh, informing me that I should probably talk about the can. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it's, you know it says Express Limited Edition Fruit Smoothie Sour. Yeah, it's it got does. that. The um, I'm gonna say not a faded raspberry color on it, but more like a, a strong raspberry color on it. Yeah. Would you say burgundy? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'd go a burnt orange. 
Yeah, burnt oh, orange. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to get the best of both worlds there. Burnt this... orange or like a burnt copper, like a copper? Yeah, burnt copper. Yeah, yeah copper's yeah, good too. Yeah. Mm, weird. Yeah. Yes, quite. Mm-hmm. All right, I Can get it. drink this damn thing. I get already? it. That's cool. All right, yeah, I'm going to start drinking it. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to drink here, so I'm just ready to go put her down the old hatch. Yeah, you do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Way to fill you time. Right there? Way that, to fill time, Chris. Is, uh, yeah, you do that, but uh, last time we were talking uh, with the courage, we were talking about refreshing. Yeah. This one it hits this one. Or refreshing, I should say hits this one. Hits refreshing uh, to all accounts, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's actually quite tart. Um, Very tart. Really? Yeah, I got that like feeling in my in my jaw when i have something very sour i don't even know how to describe it but it kind of like tenses up a little bit i don't know if you guys get that just me probably just me based on the rest of this segment yeah Uh, i'm not getting a whole lot of tartness myself really i'm now if you let it sit for a little bit that's when the tartness is kind of coming in here oh see i don't get that either like maybe like a little bit of gut rot coming hey trip is agreeing with me Thank yeah. you, Trip. There's somebody to be proud for, of. For once, someone <laughs> yeah. someone agrees. Yeah, there's somebody real proud of. You yeah. Take that. Right. Be that, happy about that. Write that in the letter back home. Let let them know. Trip said yay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to pick out the flavors. Yes, me and too. And I think at the the tail end, there's it, it's uh, I don't want to say it's off putting, but there's like just a, a bit of a flavor that that's coming in at the end that I'm not, I'm not agreeing with right now. Um, Would it be banana? Perhaps. No. No, it's not fruit. It's it's just just, uh, just the way it sits. Okay. You know, like a good smoothie, everything has been blended so well that you can't necessarily pick out one thing. It's just become it's become one. All the things have come together. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, preacher yeah, Chris, that's great. That's one. I think what, what hymn was that? Yeah. <laughs> That was Railway City uh, yeah. 315. Epiglottis 418. <laughs> um, I think for me is I'm getting more of the raspberry and some of the acidity from a raspberry than you would from a strawberry. I think that's fair. Or, or a banana. So I think mm-hmm. some of that acidity is coming through. But for me is like there's just this this flavor that just is kind of sitting there. And I, it just does. It's not finishing for me. Um, Lingering. Yeah, it, Lingering it does kind of linger. But uh, again, up front, I'm, I guess there's a bit of tartness, a bit of sour, but it's not like a, you know, mm-hmm. it's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Maybe it's, my it's, palate's not refined enough and I'm just getting hit with the sour right away. Well, you're also not a huge sour guy for the most part, right? Yeah. But you've, so you've kind of dabbled a bit more. You know, we're kind of like early summer right now. Like I haven't really been into the sours too much this year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, I think like, now that I'm kind of getting more down this, I kind of see where you're coming from right. when it comes to that kind of, not saying it's off-putting to the point no. where I hate it. No, no. Any sort of magician. Just, it just sits there. It just sits there. It's like, hmm, can't yeah. quite put my finger on it. I mean, and I'm fresh off a of beer, beer, Greta, beer, Rita. There we go. Beer, Rita. <coughs> yeah. Beer, Rita. So I don't know. Yeah, you know he, maybe, cr- he crushed it between segments. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe maybe I'm just a little bit diluted from that, I suppose. But yes. um, no, I think there are some flavors that are coming out. I do think the, the raspberry over the strawberry and the strawberry over the banana, if I had to go one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Yes, that makes sense to me. And I think the banana does kind of come through in the end, which might be some yep. of that lingeringness. But I, I think that's what I'm getting at the end as well. And I don't think I'm experiencing kind of what you're describing, but what I am 
getting is banana at the end for sure. I'm also thinking they're more so relying on the bacteria of the sourness versus the actual fruit flavors itself. Where if there maybe was more fruit involved with this, they might have got a little more better of a taste, right? And it might be that point five that just threw it off, you know, that IV. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that just puts Poor it over the top, shit. right? Yeah. I'm kidding. All right, five uh, flavor profiles. Who wants to do it? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Um, there's none. Okay, good. What do we got? <laughs> Move on. What are, no, we, right. what are we throwing in there? So Trip has uh, come out with a f- come up with a few of them. Uh, so we'll maybe run through trips and we can critique him. How's that sound? Sounds great. Uh, so the first one is tart. Uh, I would. I definitely would say this is uh, this is a tart beer. Mm-hmm. That's number one for me. Well, there you go. Number three for me. I converted Brett. Uh, number two is raspberries. Um, I, number yeah. one for me. Okay, I that's my number one fruit. I would say for sure. Yeah. Uh, banana. There back end four yeah. five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strawberry. I think it's again strawberries are very difficult to kind of get and like kind of like come forward. So I think it's subdued. So I'd say if we were putting it in, it'd be like a six seven. But I probably wouldn't even mention. I think uh, when they have the profile of berry. Not classifying strawberries or raspberries. Ooh, see, I, more so. Yeah, I don't like that though. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that because, and that's the thing is, like in the fruit world, listing something as a berry is there's so many different berries. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree with that. Like yeah. you have to get specific. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. All right, then he goes sour. Um, yes, it's yeah, sour. Yeah, yeah. Um, mouthfeel. Uh, uh, doesn't have as uh, much of a soft mouthfeel that I would like from a sour. Yeah. Uh, acidic. Uh, sorry, sorry, if I could, if I could, the fact that it's labeled as a fruit smoothie sour is I would almost look for more of that creaminess to push that mouthfeel forward. Yeah. Thicker, um, right? Yeah, thicker yeah. or creamier. It's, it's right? actually probably one of the thinnest smoothie beers that I've yeah would have had. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So acidic is next. Uh, yes, I yeah, I'm getting 100%. lots of acid from this one. Uh, full. He said so. He's given us a, a, mm-hmm. a ton. Uh, full. Mm-mm. Uh, I mean, it's full of flavor, but is uh, it? Yeah, it's got like two flavors. <laughs> Jam like. I guess you took this right from on top, eh? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. For for sure, he's not coming up with this on his own. Let's be serious here. I like this last one though, puckering. I, I'm I'm gonna put that when I check this. Yeah, in. definitely yeah. make sure. He's got puckering. those weak jowls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a weakling. There you go. Um, thoughts from the untapped users. Uh, I'm gonna say that one person probably didn't give a comment. No, there actually is. He he actually oh, did. Okay, Christian, yeah. read it. Since yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do it. So uh, it's Derek C. Uh, so Derek's handle is uh, King Kong Don. <laughs> King Kong Don. <laughs> nice. <Yep. laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, Derek had this on June 16th of 2023. And he said, not a big sour fan, but actually don't mind this one. Uh, cheers emoji and gave it a 3.25. 3.25. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'm going to start getting with our ratings. Yeah, why don't you get with our ratings? Yeah. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Give me a second here. Yes, sir. I am going to give this one a 3.25. That's where I'm going to go with that. I think, um, just as kind of mentioned, it's a little thin in terms of most fruit smoothie sours. Flavor is somewhat subdued, um, but the tartness is definitely there for for a sour beer. Sure. Um, I'm going to go with a 2.75. I've had a lot of fruit smoothie sours. I've had a lot of fruit sours. 
Um, just kind of comparing it to, to other ones. I agree. I would have liked a little bit more kind of the fruit kind of coming forward, a little bit more of that creaminess, whether they want to do, um, add a, add a little bit more of uh, vanilla or something yep. to it would have been kind of nice or some yep. lactose would have been kind of a way just to kind of I mean, push it. Yeah. Just lactose is a little bit involved here, but yeah, it's not. I think it just needs to be elevated. More, take yeah, it, it needs to be next, more prominent. Take, take it to the next step. And then again, kind of punch home. I maybe even cut the strawberry straight out of it and then just go raspberry banana um, and just kind of elevate both of those flavors just a bit more because strawberry is very difficult, especially kind of gets lost in this, even though Preacher Chris over there was telling us about how it's all kind of combined. <laughs> yes. Uh, so for me, I'm going to be, I think, the highest of all of us. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Uh, and then Trip is giving it also a 2.75. So just like you, Tyler. Just like me. Just like Mike. So that's going to give us an overall score of 3.0625, which will round down to a solid three. And that concludes the review of Railway City and the beers provided for today's episode. All right. And our last stop, we're going to be discussing choo-choo trains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> choo-choo. <laughs> Here comes the train. All right. Last stop, everybody. Jeez, calm down, Trip. Like, it's not about you there, brother. Now you're putting, see, no, see, you're doing it wrong. You're in my space. Get out of my space. There you go. That was 2008. That's it. All right. So in the late 19th century and early 20th century, several railways were constructed through St. Thomas. This made it an important railway junction. A total of 26 railways have passed through the city since the first railway was completed in 1856. Now, as previously mentioned, the one beer that Railway City does have, and Chris mentioned, was Jumbo. Now, Jumbo is a circus elephant, uh, said to actually be the world's largest, biggest elephant at the time. Largest Appar- and biggest. Yeah. Amazing. Apparently. Died, actually, on September 15th, 1885, um, shortly after being hit by the locomotive, which uh, Chris did mention that there is a yeah. big commemorative uh, Jumbo out there. There and is. And a movie based off it, too. There you go. So uh, a couple of things to note, the Elgin County Railway Museum is located in central St. Thomas, and St. Thomas is also home to the North America Railway Hall of Fame, um, which is actually located in the CASO train station. Uh, the station was built in the 1870s and was a center of travel between New York and Chicago. Yep. So that leads us to our conversation, our thematic conversation, which just made sense to me, was we're going to be talking about trains. So has anybody been on a train? Um, maybe I'll kind of start with it, and then we'll do our, our traditional roundtable uh, affair on this. So for myself, I have been. We'll uh, consider like a subway or trains within cities, so normal kind of like transportation methods. I've never been on like the traditional via rail, though. I've never, You've never been on a I've via rail? I've never been on a via rail. Hmm. Wow. Never been on a via rail. Subways, again, as I said, or like transportation within a city, but I've never been on like uh, I'm going on a destination city-to-city train uh, train ride myself. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Brett, why don't we work to you, Chris, and then we'll end up with Trip Trippy. So uh, I've I done, I've actually been on a via rail. I think it was like grade two was for a trip. Um, the other two things is I took the Sky Train when I was in Vancouver, which was fun. Okay. Right. And then, do you guys would, would you guys kind of monorail? I would kind of Disney monorail. I've yeah, been on we'll, we'll monorail. Yeah. So monorail. there is the monorail, monorail that gets you from a parking lot at Pearson Airport, right down. So I took that. Okay. Very fast. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with Orlando uh, <laughs> Airport. They do the same yes, thing. Yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. I just feel like we're doing monorails. We're doing yeah. I choo choo. And obviously, I've been on subways in Toronto to 
different places. Obviously, that, but, yeah. You know, obviously. It just happens. I haven't had, you know, haven't been on like a subway in like Asia or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's kind of my experience. Not not too much experience. I'm very, uh, let's just say, the, mo- mo- most of the subways I go to are the ones with the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Right. Uh, I've spent a lot of time on trains. Actually, um, going to school in Windsor and living north of Toronto, I would take the train to and from. Buy um, a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper to take the train. Um, so yeah, four hours and a bit, depending on the traffic, I guess. Um, and you, yes, there's the traffic tra- on the train. No, there's traffic <laughs> because they share the rail with the with CN, and CN owns it, and they have to yield the right of way to CN. So you're you're welcome. I guess I participated in somebody getting on and off trains. Uh, you know, picking them up. Yeah, you did drive me to the station a couple, a couple times, times yeah. and pick me up. Yeah, because you didn't have a car apparently. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I did not. I did not have a job, so I did not have money to pay for a car. You were busy on your edu- getting your education. Yes, I was. Yeah. Uh, I've also taken the train a few times from London to Toronto as well, um, which is the same train, um, but I've taken it. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, taken the GO train in Toronto, uh, taken the subway in Toronto lots and lots of times. And uh, when I was in London in UK, I uh, took the subway there all the time. Um, I have taken the GO train. I should say that. Okay. But, but yes. Not like a traditional for you. Um, trippy, trippy. He's put himself as trippy. Yeah, in the he's script. trippy already. Yeah. Uh, when he was young, his parents and his grandpa took him on the train from Stratford to St. Mary's to experience that. Um, Just the experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> well, that's a that's a pretty short trip. Uh, and then he lived in North York for four years, and he took the subway a lot. Uh, also, uh, the Orlando monorail. Um, at the airport or in yeah. Disney as well? or Yeah. yeah. When I, whenever, I'm just going to kind of correlate this. Whenever I hear monorail and then with the title of the episode being I choo- choo- Choose You, I think Simpsons automatically. I, I actually you were going said, there. Yeah, I actually yeah. said that, yeah, yeah. About four minutes ago. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, does anybody have any interest in like a cross-country train ride? So there's the Toronto to Vancouver v- via the Via Rail, which is the, called the Canadian, or the Toronto to Atlantic, which is, um, again, Via Rail, they have the ocean, um, it's called. So for myself, I would love this. I would love just to kind of sit back, kick back, put my uh, get like a little sleeper cabin, and uh, just enjoy sitting down and just seeing the scenery all the way from Toronto out to Vancouver, and then do Toronto out to uh, the East Coast, which would be absolutely lovely. So I don't know if you've seen some of these um, trains or the cars that they have there. And, like, they've got, like, full uh, glass so you can see absolutely yeah. everything. Watch some TikToks um, on it, yeah. From going from Toronto to Vancouver, yeah. Yeah, that's where we differ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, I just like looked into it um, before. So, um, yeah, I I would love to do it sometime with with anybody. Um, doesn't matter who you are. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be a great idea. Really, if, anybody you do? Yeah, it? yeah pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it'd be. be I've sauced the idea to other people. You know, if, what I would suggest is if we just get a bunch of beers from different breweries and I just hop on the. I don't know how the acoustics will be in the in the Via Rail from Toronto mm-hmm. Vancouver. Just record like a whole season of the podcast on the way out. We, we could do that. We could maybe put it on TikTok. Yeah, we could. <laughs> a whole season, eh? So, so Brett, would would something like that interest you or no? Absolutely, hundred like, percent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Judging by the TikToks I've seen, I would gladly. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, I would try it. Um, I have seen the commercials for what's it called, the Rocky Mountaineer. Yeah, I think which is which is similar, similar concept, right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, it's like. 
six days to get out there and then like are you staying out there are you coming right back you know what i mean so it's like you you would have to have a lot of time on your hands to to kind of do that um so i would i would definitely try it if i had that time on my hands um trip would do either good job trip all right west or east (laughs) it doesn't matter not biased not biased yeah um any interesting train related stories or anything that uh, is kind of come in your head regarding trains. Um, I know that Trip might actually have some stories too, uh, with respect to like model trains and, and all that stuff. So like, however it can kind of relate, you know, however it can kind of relate. So uh, for myself, um, when I was visiting Vietnam, they have the Hanoi- wait. You went to Asia? I did go. I, I haven't told you guys about it. No, I haven't heard about. Apparently this. twice. Okay, yeah. So when I was there, they have the Hanoi train market, which is like a traditional kind of market that's set up right beside train tracks. Um, so the, the train runs right through this little little market. And <laughs> it, you got 12 feet basically for a train. And uh, there's, there's two times, I think it's like three and seven. Are there barriers? There's no barriers. So you're... <laughs> They actually, so on the train track, you would have like, there's like a coffee shop that's set up that they put their chairs out there. And then as the train's approaching, everybody picks up their chair and moves to the side. And you are no less than probably about two and a half feet from a locomotive. Just is it flying through there? I'll show you videos. Just flying, booking <laughs> it through. And I'm, I, it's straight to the nose. Maybe we'll put it on our, our Instagram as well. But it's just flying through. And as I said, you got about two feet between you and a, a train just barreling through. That's and wild. then as soon as it goes through, everybody takes their chairs and puts it right back on the train track. And the market opens <laughs> back up and you carry on with your day. There you go. It's crazy. That's, so that's what I got. Bro, you got any cool I honestly stories? don't have any interesting train stories at all. You ever put a... a Penny on the train track and have a train fly in it. Never or? played chicken with the train. Never done anything with the train. No, nope. I think I got a story about you and trains. Not mentioning that one here. Okay, so you do have one. <laughs> Not for the podcast. Nope. Right. That's going to stay internally. I think. Oh, interesting. So if you uh, see us out at any, um, um, I don't know, outdoor events or such, uh, maybe you could come up and approach uh, Brett and see if you can get yeah, that train ask story him about it. Yeah. Choo choo. <laughs> All right, Chris. I yeah, I, I guess what I would say is so um, my dad grew up in St. Thomas and we would uh, visit my grandparents in St. Thomas for Easter uh, quite often when I was a kid. And basically what we would do is we would go down to Port Stanley and they have a train that uh, runs and basically just on holidays and you go and you get to see the Easter bunny do an Easter egg hunt and stuff like that. So, uh, we do the same thing with my daughter now every Easter. So we do the, the Port Stanley Easter egg hunt train. So yeah. That's, do, that's do, fun. You, do you do the Christmas one? Uh, no, we do not do the Christmas one. I right? guess, I guess I've seen the Christmas train. That's, oh! that's my interesting train story. There you go. Wow. Yeah. That's the PG one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's more to be uncovered. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Uh, trip. You got anything? No. Nothing. Not a big model, model train guy? He was a part of my train story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll leave it at that. So uh, thank you for listening to the episode. We'll be right back with our farewell. All right. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening. Every other Thursday is the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite conductor. There you go. So from all of us and producer Trip, 
I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the craft beer connoisseurs. 